Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Identity formation. So this is the I in Rise. And this is the second episode in this series. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, which was R, risk-taking, please go back and listen to that first. Hope that all makes sense. Thank you so much. Okay, the I in Rise. Identity formation. Remembering each one of these is an adaptive quality and needed trait of adolescence. So I'm looking at that identity formation. Eric Erickson, who is a, a, a researcher on adolescence, described the task of identity formation as one of making choices by exploring alternatives and committing to roles. So he argued that identity formation was the main task of adolescence. In my opinion, the reason that identity formation is so important in adolescence is because you create this identity in order to connect with your peers. Remember, that's the most important thing in adolescence, belonging to a peer group, finding your tribe. Well, how do you find your tribe? Usually, you find other people who have similar identities to you or people who like your identity, who are impressed with your identity, or curious about your identity. So the formation of this is so important. Who am I? And because this identity formation is so important and somewhat new, and so needed in order to connect with a peer group, you'll see a lot of changes in that identity formation during adolescence. There'll be a lot of redefining and a lot of refinement. If you think about it, what's the easiest way to, you know, to, to, to change an aspect of your identity? Well, it's to change your, your, your appearance, your look, your style, your clothes. So oftentimes, this is what you'll see in adolescence. You'll see like major shifts in attire, <laughs> in an overall look. Sometimes, I mean, when I worked at the school, somebody would come in and they were, you know, goth uh, before winter break, and they would come back and have like a preppy look. Like, oh, okay. So you see a lot of this. I know in my own life, story time, I was partaking in this uh, identity formation uh, redefining and, and refinement rapidly. Before ninth grade, I spent the summer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I was on an AAU basketball team. And uh, I was like, yeah, I found my tribe. I found my people. I was a baller. I was a basketball player. That's who I was. I wore baggy shorts, Jordans, hooded sweatshirts, backwards cap, wore headphones, Listen to hip hop, Biggie, Tupac, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, Wu Tang. This is who I was. 
I had found my identity over the summer in Minneapolis. Now, uh, after the summer was over, I went back to my mom's place in Fargo, North Dakota, to Grace Lutheran, where this new identity I created, other people weren't a big fan of. Nobody was feeling it. Nobody was that impressed with who I was. So I had a rapid refinement. So I had to change my identity, and I had to change it quick. Now, there was a new student this year. It was, like, from Seattle, and he's, like, the skater dude. And he had, like, a streak of green hair, and he wore band T-shirts with, with uh, like, the long-sleeve thermal underneath and ripped-up jeans and, and had a skateboard. And I was like, there it is. There it is. I found my identity. That's who I am. For the past three months, I thought I was, like, this, this baller hip-hop dude. Turns out I'm a skater kid from Seattle who's into grunge music. I was so thankful for seeing this new student who was cool that helped me understand who I was. So I became a skater kid like overnight. Total poser. Got new t-shirts, new gear, ripped holes in my jeans, got a skateboard at a thrift store. Never got on the skateboard, just carried it around. And I was like, this is who I am. I'm a skater dude who listens to Nirvana and thinks, you know, the society and, and especially school is BS. I don't have time for it. And then this guy moved mid-year. So I didn't have a tribe anymore. And I went into panic. The skater kid thing wasn't really working. Nobody else was uh, feeling it. I felt alone and sad. And a new kid moved to town. And he was a cowboy. Yes, like a real cowboy from like Fort Pierce, South Dakota. And he wore Wranglers and had like the Western shirts with the, the, the pearl uh, rip buttons, snap buttons. And he like chewed tobacco and he was tough. He was one of those like, like ninth graders who had like chest hair and a mustache. And that was super impressive. So I was like, there it is. This is who I am. I thought there for a minute I was a baller hip hop kid. Then I thought I was a skater kid. We love Nirvana, but now I got it. I'm a tough cowboy who loves George Strait, Garth Brooks, and chewing tobacco. So I did it all. I got the Wranglers, uh, cowboy boots, started listening to entirely different music, talking differently, and uh, yeah, started chewing tobacco because that's what you do. That's part of this identity formation. This was all within like a, like a four or five month period. I think about my mother, like that my poor mother had to be like standing at the base of the stairs in the morning, like looking up, like, what is going to come down those stairs today? Now, when you're looking at it, it seems insane and crazy and what's wrong with these kids. But remember, this identity formation is so important. And oftentimes the easiest way to change your identity, again, is your appearance. So that's a piece for parents on on understanding these rapid shifts in, in identity and why it's so important, remember, to connect. And I'm going to share something about how you can help support your, your, your young person while they do form this, this new identity. And the thing I talk to parents about and, and their role in identity formation with a kid is, think about these three areas. Your questions, your concerns, and your compliments. What I'm seeing more and more with young people is they're building an identity on academic achievement, extracurricular achievement, 
their grades, their scores, the likes, the follows. And it's a real shaky, unsustainable identity. Our young people's identity cannot be built on these outcomes. It cannot be the foundation of how they look at themselves and how other people look at them. So look at your questions, your concerns, and your compliments. What kind of questions are you asking? Kind of When you're concerned, what are you concerned about? What compliments do you give? I think so much of this over-identification, this identity formation on these academic, social, extracurricular outcomes is based off of how parents interact with their kids. Their questions are about these outcomes. Did you turn the paper in? What did you get on the quiz? They're about these concerns. When you're concerned, you're usually concerned about attendance, grade slipping. And when you give compliments, it's usually an outcome compliment. You got 100% on the test. Great job. Keep it up. Scored 22 points and, and grabbed 10 rebounds. Fantastic game last night. Got a 34 on the ACT. Well done. Now, I'm not saying don't be complimenting, don't be concerned, don't ask questions about these academic outcomes. I'm just asking you to look at what percentage of your interaction with your kids is about these things. Because that can have an impact on the identity that they're creating. So ask more questions about their interests, their passions what they're doing for fun, who they're spending time with. Be concerned when you see them living their life in a way that isn't good to other people. Be concerned about their character. Be concerned when they treat people poorly, when they lie, when they're ungrateful, when they're unwilling to take risks. When they're judgmental of others. And compliment different things. Compliment character. When you see your kids exhibiting different character strengths, compliment it. When you see curiosity, compassion, patience, understanding, curiosity, compliment it. Praise the process. We hear that a lot on this podcast. Praise the process, compliment character. Praising the process means praising their effort, praising the steps that they're taking to improve their lives in whatever way that may be. Praising preparation. These are the compliments that we can be giving. And when we change up our questions, our concerns, and our compliments, we can help our kids create a more balanced, sustainable, well-rounded identity. And please do come back for the third episode in this series on social reorientation, the S in RISE. This third episode will be released on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, 
and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.